Welcome to another edition of the Create Smarter Podcast. I'm Phil DiMartino, joined today by Connor Clorty, Marissa Ulusky. Hello, Connor. Hello, Marissa. How you doing? Never better. <laughs> ever. Um, we are here today to share some of the experiences we've had recently creating content around days of giving. So this is something we talk about a lot here because we do work with a lot of colleges and universities as well as a lot of nonprofits. And something that comes up a lot are these concentrated fundraising campaigns, 24 hours, 48 hour campaigns where schools or nonprofits try to engage, you know, their base of alumni or donors or whatever it is um, in this concentrated period of time, you know, called a day of giving. Sometimes this happens on Giving Tuesday. Sometimes it's on a standalone day. But ultimately, these are basically, you know, your full year fundraising campaign condensed down into a really short period of time. And because of that, we often see ourselves working with people on campaigns like this to create content, to help market them, to do live shows. Um, so we wanted to share some of the experiences we've had from a couple of different projects recently, just try to spark some ideas for folks who might be planning their own day of giving coming up. So first and foremost, I guess, what do you all see differently about creating content for a 24-hour campaign than maybe you do for something that has a little more runway or something that can be more evergreen? What are some of the differences you see um, when you work on something like this, you know, be it a giving week or a giving day? Are there different approaches that you see? Are there things that work better or, or, or things you want to try that you might not try for, you know, a campaign that can live on forever? Yeah. I mean, um, the way I think of it is like for things where you're really trying to hit donors for a specific date or a specific week, um, the idea of everyone coming together on that one day, I think people give it a little more leeway of like, oh, I will donate or I'll throw, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a thousand or $25, whatever it is, um, they, I think it gives them more reason because, you know, if you're doing a, um, hey, we do this great thing all year round, people are like, yeah, of course. But if you have a one day, I think you can really capitalize on people's nostalgia, whether it's a college or something people really care about um, that they might frequent a lot, um, such as a garden or, or something of an art, right? I think that um, a lot of these campaigns have a participation element to them that um, that fundraising doesn't necessarily have all year round, right? Correct. A lot of times people look at fundraising and they say, you know, it's about raising a ton of money, right? And of course, ultimately, it is fundraising. You are raising funds. But that's what kind of makes these day of giving campaigns special. It's much more of a celebratory vibe where we're coming together as a community to celebrate. Um, and often there is an additional reason to give in that these institutions are engaging challenge donors, right? So that means that if a certain number of people give, they'll unlock challenge funds or, um, you know, you can win money for a fund you care about by, you know, posting on social media, which doesn't normally happen. There's these extra little hooks that I think um, can go a long way towards actually making people care about it. And Marissa, you know, Connor mentioned the celebratory aspect. Just generally, before we get into some of the specific things we're seeing people use, do you see that playing into the planning in terms of it's less serious, right, when you plan the content for, for something like this? It's a little more loose, and maybe these institutions are saying, eh, we can have a little more fun with it. Is that something you kind of see when we've been working on some of these campaigns? Yeah, I think it's one of those things, too, where something that's more fun is going to be a little bit more relatable. If you get in the weeds of, you know, this much money and this many challenges, it gets a lot, it gets wordy. And then people lose interest, especially when we're working in video and stuff like that, you want it to have a visual hook and have it be more fun. Um, so that way people are like, yeah, I want to get involved in that. Like, I don't want to miss out on being involved in this giving day or this giving week, whatever it may be, um, because it, you know, they've made it, uh, it feel fun um, and feel like, you know, you want to be included in that. I want to start out by talking about a project we worked on for a giving week that's not for um, a higher ed 
client, but for um, a nonprofit client, the New England Botanic Garden at Tower Hill. Um, we've worked with them in the past on their normal fundraising campaigns, on some events and things like that as well. This year, we helped um, create content for their giving week um, in concert with some things they did themselves. I think that's an important thing we can talk about as well as mixing what you outsource for what you do yourself. Um, Connor, what what was the approach, you know, from your mind, we kind of had a chance to start and, and give them some ideas for this. What were some of the things that you were thinking about when we were early in that planning process of saying, like, let's throw something at them and see if we can get them to try something different to try to kind of excite the audience, you know, something they might not see normally in their feed from Tower Hill. What was your thought process kind of early in the planning of this and, and how do we approach it? Yeah, definitely. And um, that goes right back to what you asked Marissa about getting a little more creative. Um, we kind of sat back and said, okay, they have a couple deliverables coming out of this. You know, there's always the um, the announcement video, the thank you video, but then they had two other videos to highlight their different gardens. And so we kind of came, you know, at it from a very creative standpoint to say, what can we try? What haven't we tried? What we've seen other people do um, on social media and on, on other video platforms. But the POV rig is what we landed on. Um, is I think you see it all the time in advertising. Um, you don't even realize it because um, it looks so just eye-capturing. Uh, but just having a little POV mount um, made a lot of sense for us because it's a it's a very interactive space. It's a very it's a place you go down, you smell things, you touch things, you interact with uh, all the gardens. So um, it just kind of went hand in hand with uh, what we were thinking about. So I, th I think it, looking back, it was really fun to do. Um, it was a lot of challenges looking ahead of it, like okay, how do we actually create this, and how does this make it, you know, into a video? How, like how do you wash that without getting um, your head thrashed around? But um, but after you know, I think doing it and practicing it, we went on site and I think we we did it well. Yeah, and I think the point of view style video is is interesting for a space like that because it is a really visually arresting place, right? And a place like New England Botanic Garden at Tower Hill will have a lot of really beautiful footage throughout the course of the year. They'll have beauty shots of flowers. They'll have slow motion shots of people walking through the garden. They have the advantage that they already have a lot of beautiful stuff. So in order to create something different that really jumps out of the feed you kind of have to go out of the box a little bit and right. say... Really catch their eye. Right. What can we do that's a little bit different? And that kind of point of view rig was was what we came up with there, and I think it worked pretty well. Marissa, you put together the shot list for that um, and did a lot of the, the production. What were some of the things you were thinking about in terms of making sure that it tied back to giving an impact? And how did we try to make that cool visual actually come through in the storytelling and what ended up being a pretty fast video? Yeah, I think we, uh, the big theme that we tied into was like, you know, you can be, you, there's always more to explore. So you can be the one that helps there be more to explore. Um, so the video ends, the launch video ends with um, the person wearing the rig, who is a donor, AKA Connor, um, putting money into a bucket in the um, lobby. And Teresa's there saying thank you. And then that really kind of is a, a full circle moment of, oh, all of these things that we just walked through, this can be your day. You walk through, you see all these beautiful, fun things happening and saying, I want to be the one to give to this. Um, so I think it was almost subtle touches too throughout it um, and not just in your face all the time. We had some um, giving week props made. We had a banner that we showed throughout the video. We had people wearing buttons and holding mugs. Um, so just subtle touches here and there to remind people that, th that this is for Giving Week. And then it all comes together at the end saying, oh, yes, you are the one that keeps there being more to explore here. Um, so please donate, essentially. Yeah, and I think I think it came together really nicely. And it's a, a good example of, you know, nothing was earth shattering in terms of what we did. It was just a different style, right? And I think that that's an important thing to think about. You mentioned it's different for people, right, on a, on a giving day or giving week than it is a normal time of the year. So how do you make it feel different, right? You don't want it to feel like more of the same of what you do year round. And I think another project where that came up 
was with Brandeis we were working on, um, where we worked on their Giving Dice Day. Um, there's a live element of that program that we worked on as well. Um, but leading up to the event, there's a whole suite of materials that we put together to try to, we always call it stopping the scroll, right? And what's going to look a little bit different, what's going to be fun. Um, and we worked on one that was basically the, the room full of impact. Um, Marissa, can you talk a little bit about what the thought process was with that and maybe how that whole idea came about for Brandeis. Yeah, so when we were talking um, with the Brandeis team initially, there was a member of their team that said, Brandeis is unique but unified. And we kind of really ran with that phrase and we wanted to say, okay, there are so many unique things that go on at Brandeis. Let's bring it all together because this is what Brandeis is as an institution and this is why you should give. Um, so we basically set up a bunch of different color backdrops in a gym and picked students um, around campus from every different organization or team um, and had them come and represent their group in a fun way so that it was like, okay, we show fun, colorful shots of all these people doing, you know, pouring stuff into beakers, that's science, or doing some community service work, and that's the Waltham group, um, and really bringing everybody together in one physical space to show that, you know, there is that room full of impact, and there's all of these groups at Brandeis, um, and plenty more that you can donate to. I think fun is the key word there, and people, for people who don't know, there are actually two mascots at Brandeis, there's a judge and an owl, both of them have gavels, by the way. The owl has a gavel. Ollie, the owl, has a gavel. Yes. He they, is, they don't share a gavel? Uh, they have their own gavel? I don't know. Ollie has possession of a gavel whenever I've seen the owl. He has judicial powers, apparently. <laughs> I don't know who, what, what He's court. Wise. He is wise. He's wise. Yes. yes. I get it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the very first shot of that video you talk about fun is you know, we use the gavel as a prop to kind of like hit a button to launch Dice Day. And it's like, you go from this kind of like quiet scene of just seeing, you know, a couple of these mascots and in and of itself that stops you a little bit. But then you you see this bizarre scene where these mascots are hitting a big red button with a gavel and there's confetti going off. And if you're watching that and you're an alum of Brandeis, you, you almost have to stop and see like at least at least see what is going on as here. As soon as you see smoke machines and bubble guns and confetti, you're going to say, what the heck is happening? I want to watch this. This looks like fun. And then, you know, it's the job of us and the rest of the team to convince them that there's a reason to donate beyond just having fun. And, and Connor, I know that was a big part of what you worked on for that shoot in that day was going beyond the fun and the visuals and actually talking to current students about how donations make a difference. So how did that tie in to, to kind of bring it back to impact as part of this larger campaign how did that all work together yeah i think that i mean like you were talking about they definitely um there's a point besides the fun where like this is real fun okay but you can keep scrolling after that so how do you get that to kind of hook back to oh man this what i do what i donate actually makes a real difference so we sat them down um in a separate room in front of just a simple white backdrop um because clean always looks best you know it just it's good, it works um, and we had you um, in front of a camera and me handheld camera, so that added just a little something, a little movement that we could cut between. Um, and then just talk to them about really like what club they were involved with, what do they do on campus, you know, how do you like Brandeis, and um, and specifically how does donations really help you, you know, stay unique and 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 help your club advance uh, and do different activities around Brandeis throughout the year. Um, and if you listen to our uh, our webinar with Julia from Tuft, she'll talk about different content for different purposes. And I think this is a perfect example of that. And it's true with the Giving Day in a really condensed platform. But if you run a marketing campaign year round, you know that you have to you have to hit people in different ways and with different messages. Fun can work on social, and then if you're going to email people or 
people are going to get to your site who are already bought in. You need to get them over the finish line. It's not just about fun. So I think that worked together really nicely. And then another example of a giving of a giving day that we're working on for Giving Tuesday is actually for um, Tufts University, um, and really ratcheted up the whole idea of uh, ambassadors and students kind of being the face of a campaign. Um, there was a lot going on with this one, and I've seen some of the behind-the-scenes yes. pictures, but can you share a little, Connor, about what the setup was for this and why we set it up that way for Tufts? Yeah, sure. It was a crazy day, um, to say the least, and, and you want to talk about fun during a giving day. It was like that's what we were just going for 100%. Um, you know, if you think about any uh, athletic team, you know, professional sports where they do like a media day where there's just hype, 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 smoke and you know, lights and cool visuals that stop the scroll, but also get you hyped up for whatever they're promoting. Um, that's kind of what the idea we were going at. So um, in the setup, we kind of thought, okay, we'd have different stations in this one room, multi-purpose, uh, where we had a white backdrop. Then we had this giant jumbo flag uh, with smoke where we could have a big group kind of do things in slow motion and, and whatever, cool, um, right in front of the big logo. And then we had a really cool 360-degree uh, camera that played in slow motion as they went around. So the kids loved that. Um, but like you were saying, uh, talking about these student ambassadors specifically, uh, our whole purpose was making these really easily shareable small pieces of content. Um, so sure, we have the one long video for uh, Giving Week itself that looks at everything in Tufts offers, um, but every group that came in specifically can take their own video that they made that day that we'll make for them with the footage that we got that day and share it on their socials. So it's whether it's the Tufts Electronic Racing Club or the you know women's dive team or the men's basketball or the Civic um, Society Club they had. It, like all these different facets of Tufts can actually share on their own channels to their audience. And that's what we wanted um, for the students themselves to share, you know, hashtag Tufts Giving Tuesday. Uh, just share, share, share so that people would really know so it doesn't just come from the institution, it comes from the students themselves. And there's a very specific <clears throat> like, technical reason for, for that, which is that um, you want to expand your reach to the audience of your audience. So Correct. the students yeah. all have their own audiences, so you want to reach their audiences. So from like a very specific like algorithm standpoint, like that's important. But more important than that, to me even, is just that if you want alums of an institution to care about it, you have to show that it's something that the students care about. Right. Um, and that's more than just putting them and sitting them down and showing like, oh, I'm here and I'm whatever, I'm, I'm gonna sit in front of a camera. If you show that they're actually having fun and they're really engaged in this and they're celebrating this day, that can go a really long way. So what do you feel like is the importance of including students really having a good time as part of a, as part of a campaign like this? You want the students to come across as having fun on camera because, you know, if you're trying to get people to donate to each of these organizations, if the students that are in those organizations don't even um, come across as enjoying it or look like they're involved, you're not going to want to give. Um, you want to give to a group that's, you know, really passionate about what they're doing on campus or the team they play for, um, and you want to help them further um, their journey in that. And so uh, you want th to feel like you're actually giving to a group or to a student um, that's going to use that money well. Yeah, and sales, I think a lot of times you say, like, oh, people buy from people, right? And I think it's true in fundraising, too. If people give to people, right? Mm -hmm. Organizations are the vessel for it, but ultimately, like, if you're going to give to a college, you want to do it because you think and believe it's going to help students mm -hmm. do something that's going to make them happy and successful. Um, you both have worked on a lot of Giving Day campaigns. If somebody came to you tomorrow and said, hey, you know, I'm an open book. I wanna, uh, I'm willing to try anything. What's something based on your experiences working on projects like this that you would want to try and suggest and be like, hey, I've had this, I have this idea. 
and I really want you to try it. Is there something that comes to mind that if that opportunity comes up, you'd be like, yeah, I have this great creative idea I really want to put to the test? I don't know. I don't have a specific idea, but I think anyone looking to do something like this where they get kids to volunteer their own time, because that's the hardest part to get, is is really make the kids want to be there. You know, make it a fun experience for them. Um, and you saw that with Brandeis, you saw that with um, Tufts and, uh, you know, even Tower Hill with people, not even students, but just volunteers who give their time to sit in front of a camera or like, hey, you know, do what you do every day, but, you know, don't make it awkward and pretend we're not here. Like, it's the worst from our side to make them force it. And people aren't dumb. They're going to see that in video. It translates, you know, really well to be awkward and, oh, they're not really having a good time. So if you make the environment where you put those volunteers actually a good time and we just happen to be there to document it, I think that's the key to success. And maybe start by asking the people who it's for, you know, what do you want yeah. this to be, what right? What would you like this to look like? You know, right? and, like, and, and that's where we try to come from with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Like the media day is a great example of like, yeah, what what would you, what do you want? What would you share, yeah. right? Don't mm. try to force it on people. Ask them, what would you share? Um, what about you, Marissa? Anything that you'd want to try if somebody said, Marissa, my giving day is yours. What do you want to do with it? Yeah, uh, I don't really have any like fresh new idea off the top of the dome. But I think the big thing that I would take away is that, um, like we were saying before, trying a bunch of different content and creating this suite of content that you can use as a lead up to your giving day, use during a live show for your giving day if you choose to have one, um, and try different things. Different things are going to catch the attention of different people. One form of video might catch attention of alumni, and one will get the students really excited. So I would say um, try to make a bunch of different content, see what sticks, have fun with some, have some more serious, um, and see what people react to. Yeah, I think what both of you said that leads me back to something we always say to people at the start of like a planning process is that like, this isn't for you, the client, this is for you have to think about your audience, who is this for? And how do we create something that they're actually going to care about? And both what both of you are saying ties into that really nicely. Okay, Giving Tuesday is coming up. We're excited. Um, if you need help with your Giving Tuesday, give us a call and we will try to come up with some crazy off the wall idea where we do a point of view rig through a bunch of colored backdrops and a 360 camera or and something along the shoot off lines. some confetti. Yes, always confetti. <laughs> always There's bubbles, always confetti. confetti. Bubble yeah. bazooka for this next one, I'm telling yeah. you. All right, so call us and we'll bring some confetti and bubbles. Uh, until next time on the Create Smarter Podcast.